Hey, howdy, hey, all you friends and fiends. You are listening to the Dungeon Boys podcast. This is a TTRPG podcast, and you are listening to our first season of Stardust Echoes, a homebrew sci-fi fantasy world that is based in the realms of Wizards of the Coast 5e. Due to the improv nature of the Dungeon Boys and all of our RPG content, some situations and themes that occur in-game may be difficult to uh, handle. AKA, this shit is for adult audiences only, because we say fuck a lot. You can always check for content warnings in the episode description. In the episode description, you can also find a link to some of our other amazing creation hubs, including Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, and our one and only community Discord server, where we have tons of amazing folks just like you who are creating stories, sharing ideas, and supporting each other in an inclusive, fair, and hilarious space. But with that, my name is Justine, and I will be the Dungeon Daddy for this campaign. And our amazing players include Lindsay, who plays Six, the Tabaxi Rogue, or as she likes to say, the Babe Cat. Grant, who plays Katal Torash, the golden dragonborn barbarian, and now Paladin. Arland, who plays our winged tiefling warlock and sorcerer, who has not one, but two patrons riding his ass. Anthony, who plays Grayson Cato, the half-elf ranger and warlock, and soon-to-be dragon rider. Ellie, who plays Pants, the kobold artificer, who really likes orbs. Dylan, who plays Temple, the warforged monk of mercy, who is starting to struggle with his mysterious past. And this episode includes us welcoming back our fantastic and phenomenal guest star, Mika, who plays Kite, the Earth Genasi druid and with that turn up your headphones close your eyes unless you're driving then please don't fucking do that as the dungeon boys proudly present stardust echoes Last episode, Grayson awoke, seeing through Azarin's eyes for the first time. His faithful dragon companion helped bring him energy and nudge him awake, and he realized his entire team was gone. For they had started the descent into the storage caverns upon an asteroid in one of the rings of the planet Tenebris. After realizing Grayson had awoken, they went to retrieve him. After quick introductions and an even quicker and shoddy plan, the team started their descent into the cave-like caverns. But, alas, there was a kobold with greed in its eyes, as Pants secretly and stealthily used a tractor beam to try to grab one of the smaller units to loot. This shut down one of the first layers using an EMP device, and their shuttle was left abandoned on the cavern floor. Now, Temple hears something in the distant, in the cold darkness, and the team must find a way out. Yes, it is, and we do have to go. I suggest you arm yourselves, because it sounds like there are hundreds of beings all around us. Great, let's get the fuck out of here. Can we just, uh, like, run up the floating orbs to get to the ship? Or can I wild shape into Uh, something, too? Wild shape into something! (gasps) (laughs) Oh. 
Okay. Like a what? I'm thinking like a like a space manta ray, but that's up to God to see if that like exists. Can we ride on you? <laughs> yes, I will let that exist. <laughs> space manta ray, gonna ride on your wings. You're gonna be a little a little beep beep, Torash. A little beep beep, and then Donald's gonna be like, um, Torash, are you all ready to go? Um, I can provide some cover. We're finalizing that aspect right now. Give us two seconds. Just let me know when. How long does darkness last? Ten minutes. It's concentration. Are y'all leaving? I Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, shit. Cool. Um, I lift darkness, fly up 30 feet, and then cast 30, fireball around the ship. Oh, fire! I'm trying to understand what you're doing. Nuking us a path. He's making a ring of I'm fire I'm basically trying us. to... I'm basically dropping. I'm I'm dropping fireball. I'm raining. I'm bringing hellfire down around the ship, kind of blow up anything that's around us because it's a 120 foot radius. We're giving them space to get out of the ship and get where they need to go. Okay, okay, cast it. But but you're not you're not gonna enunciate this plan to anybody. Why well, I, I told Torash I'm gonna provide cover, so let me know before you leave. Okay. So I, I assume Torash like, all right, we're leaving now. I'm like, okay, wait for my signal and you know when to come out. <laughs> you'll know what the signal is. At that point, Valen, from the outside, you'll see Valen will fly up 30 feet. <sighs> Shit. Like, as he's flying up, darkness. Like, Arland, it has a 20-foot radius. Radius or diameter? Sorry. Radius. No, radius. I don't think this is going to work. You're going to blow up the ship. Yeah, radius. it's a 40-foot diameter. Radius. It's a 20-foot radius, so it's 40 feet. 40 feet. Yeah. It's 40, 40 yeah. feet. It's forty feet around. We've established the ship. Yeah, is but it's yeah, but it's it's focused on a single point. So if you throw the, if you throw the fireball down into the ship, it's, it's a big gonna, ball of fire. It's going gonna down be onto the it's ship. gonna be at the entrance. Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't you make it to like clear a- the path? So like I, I'm clearing that pathway. So from where the entrance of the ship is at, that's gonna be end of the end of the radius to clear up that pathway. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I, I understand what you're saying. I thought you were trying to like do like a, a whole ring like around the ship. That's why. That's why I said don't leave until you hear my until I wait. Wait for the signal. Right. And you'll know what it is. I understand. All right, I understand now. Drop. I, I drop darkness. You see me. The if there are any creatures, they see me. I'll fly up and I'm like, hey, and I'll just cast fireball down, just to clear any space around. So the doors open and you guys literally are all blinded for a second because it went from black to bright fire in front of you. Kite, you're the first out. You see Kite's rock hair, eyebrows and eyes are kind of glinting beautifully in the fire. Hmm. Are there any creatures in the area? Did I hit anything? You all can roll perception with disadvantage. Natural one. Even with a natural one, it's still a 10. Jesus Christ, Grace. My God. (laughs) Hell yeah. 17 for temple. Six. Can I roll with advantage with the argument that I'm 30 feet up? This is a very dark area. I do have the high ground. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> sure. With disadvantage, Taurus rolled a four. Six rolled a 16 with disadvantage. Wow. With disadvantage, hell yeah. Um, that's a 17 for Valen. With disadvantage, I have a nine. So you all are kind of looking at Kite expectantly, and Inferna growls. Six looks, follows Inferna's line of sight, and you see a dire wolf standing probably about 45 feet from the fire six, but it has metal pieces. It's kind of a cyborg on its jaw and down its neck, and it just stares at you, and Valen, you kind of see Six look out with Inferna, and then you follow it with your eyes. You see it, and you see two more hovering in the darkness oh, behind shit. it. What size-wise? What are we talking here? Um, think like ghosts from Game of Thrones. Okay. So like, probably this dire wolf's head would go up to your shoulder six. Like wolves the size of horses. Yeah, wolves the size of horses. So we're saying it's about they're about eighty feet out. Yeah, so they're farther out. So they're about eighty feet. Um, they are not stalking towards you. They are standing and watching. But only six and Valen see this. And Valen's in the air. Valen's gonna get on the robot stone. It's like, all right, you guys need to go now. Uh, we got 
We got three uh, three puppers uh, that look pretty big. Puppers. So if we're going to go, we got to go now. We got wolves, y'all. We're not going to be able to outrun wolves. Where do we go? Go where? Yes, we are. I, I don't I don't even know where we're supposed to be going. Kite's going to turn around and just like stick her arms out like that and just fall backwards. Ooh. And she's going to be all sparkly again. And then a big old space sparkly looking manta ray thing is going to appear before you. Fly. Probably big enough to hold everyone who can't fly and all their pets. Flying space manta ray. What level are you again? <laughs> Eight. You all see this giant sparkly manta ray. Yeah, it says no limitations. If we want to make it like more, but maybe Valen could like grab somebody and carry them. Yeah, I can. I can come down and grab. I'll probably grab pants because anyone bigger than might be too much. He's yittle. Yeah, I, he. You have pants duty. He's a yittle guy. <laughs> <laughs> just grab him off my shoulders. I'll. I'll just. Uh, Valen will swoop down when he sees the uh, the transformation of Manta Ray, and I'll swoop down and be like, <laughs> all right, pants are with me, and I'll grab him and pick him up by his collar, by by fidget, basically. Hop on, everybody. I want to ride the big, the big giant manta ray. No fair. <laughs> I climb onto the manta ray. Am I going to be too heavy for this? <laughs> we'll see. We're going to find out. <laughs> Temple like very gingerly steps onto the back of, of Novakite. It's squishy. So does Torash. Yeah. So you kind of start to hover. Oh, so cool. And you hear again, and two more pop out from the other side. Two wolves walking towards, staring, and now they're all starting to approach you. I gotta think on the fly here. What would a space manta ray do? (laughs) Fly away. Get us the fuck out of there. (laughs) Fly away. Start singing like in Finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna assume that we probably can't go up too much since the weight is, and the the ship is up, up, 600 feet up. You can try to go that far up. <laughs> when God says you can try. Um. Okay. Yeah. Why not? You can try. You can Let's try. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like on the we're on the ground, right? Yeah, I think we just have to go up. Yeah, yeah. So, I want you to just imagine this scene. So you have discovered this storage unit, brimming with wonders beyond honestly your wildest imagination, probably inside these orbs, and the air has just a hum of energy of all these countless orbs. Each one themselves a unique marvel of just engineering and enigma. And now, these orbs have been a mix of grays, silvers, and copper, all very muted in this dark cave-like storage unit. But now, you see this magical manta ray. This creature that Kite has become is both formed of elegance and mystique, and just seems to defy the laws of nature. The wings span so far as Kite hovers effortlessly, and her beautiful shimmering exterior reflects in the soft glow of the surrounding orbs. Her sleek body is adorned with intricate patterns of bioluminescence and pulsating energy that just emits this aura of enchantment and captivates all of you. Even some of you have seen that have seen druids before. This is just a feat of beauty you're astounded by. So as you all take a step onto the soft flesh, she lifts up the dust kind of pulls off these beautiful wings and Kite starts navigating through this vast space of orbs, leaving a trail of sparkling stardust in her wake a testament of her true magic and nature. And I need all of you to roll uh, dexterity saving throws for me. If you stay on, the manor is back. Ooh, would you consider this danger sense so I get advantage or no? I'll let you have it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, so 
inspiration. Can I roll? You'd better. Yeah. Yep, you can re-roll. Wait, you gotta tell the microphone that you rolled a hey natural there, one. Hey there, listeners. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did have a plus seven, so I got an eight, but that's dog shit. And You're gonna use your inspiration? Six just bit the shit, so we're gonna re-roll that. Oh, that'd have been funny. Tarsh, with his danger sense advantage, rolled a 13. Temple rolled a 22. Six rolled an 18. That's much better, Six. Yay. Grayson rolled an 18. Oh my god, babe. <laughs> Everyone holds on tight to each other and the, the flesh of this manta ray. What kind of sound does a manta ray make? <laughs> <laughs> well! <laughs> With every subtle movement, she seems to exclude this otherworldly energy as if harnessing the very essence of the cosmos as she climbs higher and higher. The soft hum as you look into her eyes as they kind of follow a path they're creating. You see the intimate understanding of the rocks of this cave itself and the force of nature that seems to pulse within Kite. You get higher and higher, hope filling your chest as the movements are so fluid and graceful, as if dance and flight have merged into a single harmonious expression. And every beat of the Manta Ray's rings creates ripples that kind of almost push the orbs just a little bit. But also when you see the orbs kind of get pushed back, it serves as a reminder that of the depths of the darkness that you're in and those wolves underneath you just waiting with maws bared. And you hope that this beautiful moment that you're so fascinated with won't end up leaving you to your death of falling and being devoured. And now for our druid herself, Mika, roll me a constitution saving throw. Juicy. You got this. You got this. 22. Oh, yeah, wow. you Zones, zones, Last name zones of the open sea. Since you get through most of the weaving, you shoot straight up and kind of glide perfectly between the entrance and where the stingray is. You kind of feel all of yourself buzz out, and all of a sudden, fidget comes back Yay! online. <laughs> and uh, you've made it back to your ship. All right. Torash presses the unlock button. <laughs> Valen's gonna ask, because uh, I'm still flying with uh, Fidget and uh, and Pants. I'm like, and when, when Fidget activates, I'm like, hey, uh, can we get a location on that, on the tracker through this, Pants? Can, can we figure out which one, which orbit is? Pants, like, touches something on the side, because he's wearing Fidget, so he touches the side of his helmet and tries to get the location. A laser points through at one of the orbs that you see. Kind of, you have to kind of squint your eyes as you're coming down. And pants roll perception <gasps> for me. <gasps> I'm so excited! <sighs> we got dire wolves after us. Fuck. That sucked. <laughs> I'm gonna roll again because <laughs> I have an inspiration. Oh yeah, your five isn't cutting it. Because eh? I. Don't... What's a Nyx pips? You're about to find out if we're pants rolls high enough. Fuck. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, two fives! <laughs> I shouldn't have revealed that that fast. Uh, Valen, you're right with them. You're holding pants. You roll perception too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's ten. Ten was the DC. Valen, you see the light beam that is projected from Fidget's eyes, which are on Pants' head. And our <laughs> <laughs> natural one, Grace. And it's still ten. And it's still ten. Still what? What Valen got? Holy shit! Well, you guys are already you guys are already up at the ship because they're slower than you because he's just got wings. Oh yeah. And so, and as you look, you see the ball that's slowly turning says Nix Pips three one three two two. Okay, um, Valen's gonna do something stupid. Um, oh no, just get to the fucking ship. Do I know um, what button activates Pants' jetpack? Probably not. <laughs> Is there how many buttons are on Fidget? Probably a lot. They're like, we're like touch press buttons, so like. Okay. Yeah. So what Valen's gonna do is get. Valen is gonna throw, <laughs> throw Pants up 
Because Fidget has, because canonically you said that Fidget's cape turns into wings that Fidget can carry. Yeah. To glide. I can like glide and fly. Do so you have to throw it's a me? Fucking, it's it's she's Batman, not we can, Superman. We can't fly up. I thought I thought I thought the whole point was she's she's gonna be able to use it as gen- no. No, you can, she, she can, can glide. Bat, oh. He can Batman. He can't Superman. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, then never mind. <laughs> but you can fly. But you can fly. fly. Well, no, fly I was gonna, us over I'm there. Sorry. Let's go. So, I, so I'm gonna go. I'm like, all right, pants. Um, I'm gonna go fly back, catch up to them. As you fly up to the ship, the opening starts to close with a metal barrier. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta get it. Move your ass, Valen. It's an aperture into the storage area. Valen, I can't do anything. You're holding me. (laughs) That you had went through, it starts to close. How far? How far are are we from the ship at that point? You're like twenty feet from the ship. It's hovering like right above. So at that point, Val's gonna get close enough to drop pants off. On the manta ray. On the on the manta onto the ship. I think they're already inside. No, on 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 top of the ship. On top of the stingray. Okay, to go around it, it's a big ship, so... Well, to, 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 to get him to the point where he can grab onto something, where he can... To, to the door, right? So I'm assuming the door's open or something's open at the bottom. Okay. We can get to. Okay. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to drop pants off. And then I'm going to free fall down into the hole. And then when I get close enough, I'm going to missy step into it. And I'm going to radio. I'm, like, I'm getting the beacon. Oh, fuck. You left me behind? <laughs> You all look and watch as Pants and Valen come up through the door. You kind of have a sigh of relief. And then Valen just wings fold around his chest and he falls backwards. And all of you kind of <gasps> reach your hands out. Valen! Valen, no! I'm free. That's when you hear, I'm, a, I'm getting the beacon. I'll see you guys on the other side and then you fall through. Free Of uh, Valen's going to die. You fall through and you all hear... Of these, ah, of these God things damn it, Valen. closing. Valen, you've got darkness around you as you fly. Do you have dark vision? I do. Perfect. So you can see the outlines of the orbs as you weave your way. There is no light, though. That's fine. So it's very hard to see. What do you do? Do I still have an idea of where the where the orb was that I spotted? Roll investigation with advantage. Investigation. That's a uh, nineteen. You know where it is. You remember you. They're the way that they're held and kind of spinning. You remember exactly the pattern and which one it was. Okay, Valen's gonna head toward that. As you fly closer, you realize that this orb is probably three times the size of you. Um, it's about fifty feet around. If you were to like fly around it. And it says Nyx Pips 31322 and has a force field around it. Let me... Is there is there a point of entry that I can... Like a little panel that I can get to? No. No panel? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two grenades. <laughs> Blown up. So... Can I, God, throw the grenades at the force field and attempt to hit the grenades as they hit the shield with my Eldritch Blast? Double explosion power? Mm-hmm. You can. Try. Certainly try. Okay. So I, I throw, I, I grab the two grenades out and I just toss it to the, the shield. And then when that happens, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. That's a uh, 26 for one blast, because I'm shooting both, and a 24 for the second blast. Damn. Yeah, these grenades, per- perfect aim, just doom, doom. And then the red and black power uh, from both hands shoots out. Your wings are kind of blasted back. They kind of fill with air again from this blast as you blast. And then you hear of these wolves like howling in every direction. Um, and... You look, the orb has fallen a bit, but the force field still remains. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get arrested. <laughs> if not worse. 
I'm now going to switch back to the party. Yeah, go ahead. So you all just saw Val in free fall. <sighs> yeah, why does he always do that? I don't know. <laughs> why does he always go alone? I couldn't tell you. He wants to feel alive. He thinks he can do it by himself, but I don't think there's ever been an instance where he has been able to do it by himself. So, um... Kite, thank you for getting us out of there, but unfortunately we have to go back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we get this door open? Into where? Where our friend left us. Back down into the vault. The supremely locked up storage unit complex? <laughs> yeah, correct. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, our idiot's down there and he is our idiot, so we are responsible for him. We understand if you don't want to join us, but if you could help us get back in at least, that would be much appreciated. If only we still had that one portal guy. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) The other guest star. (laughs) The other guest star. (laughs) And at that, lights hit your ship, and two ships are converging on your space, but they seem to fly right over you. Because your your stealth is activated on the ship. Oh, they don't see us. Do we? Does Valen have the Robo Stone still? I do. And we? Who has the Robo? The other Robo Stone? Me. Torash. Pants goes up Torash and goes. Torash, you have the Robo Stone. I sure do. And he takes it from um, Torash and goes. Valen, Valen, can you hear me? Who said anything that you took it from me? (laughs) Damn it! Give me the Robo Stone. We gotta help Valen. You and Orbs have not had a very good past recently. But I have a really good idea. And he's like jumping up and trying to like take it from him. Aww. I need this ball orb back. You're not going to do anything crazy. No, with no, it, right? yes. This is our one last connection to Valen. And I hope you realize this. If you lose this or if this breaks, he's probably dead. Come on, I'm not a child. I am a fully adult kobold, what people don't think. So give me the orb. I give it the pants. Thank you. Okay. Valen, Valen, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, pants. What's up? Where are you? Are you at the orb? Yeah, I'm at the orb. I'm, I'm trying to trying to blast this thing open. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a little tougher than I imagined. <sighs> and I, I, I think, God, I think Valen would keep trying to over and over again the entire time just blasting it trying to lower the shield on it keep rolling I'll just blast for me <laughs> wait pants it's gonna be a pants, while give me the robo stone pants 22 and a natural 20 yes pants give me the I had an idea but then I realized that's fine give me the robo stone I have an idea okay yes, okay Valid, it's Grayson yeah figure out how to make the EMP in there go off again because that will probably kill the force field around the orb <laughs> oh Okay, Valen's gonna. Okay, so are the, are the orbs again rotating again? Like, mm-hmm. is there a small orb pant size? Mm-hmm. There's the one that's by the ship, and then there's ones that are floating on their own. Why? Yeah, the ones that's floating on their own. That, that's that, that's by the the orb that I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Valen is going to try to pull one of the orbs off off of orbit. Yeah, you pull it, and it kind of just gracefully moves with you. Is there one that I can look at that has a makeshift locked on it, like a, sh- a cheap, shitty lock on it? Yeah, those are definitely around. Can I mm-hmm. break one of those open while it's still on path to kind of activate? Are you trying to, like, thieves tools it, or are you trying to, like, strength it? I'm trying to activate security. I'm trying to blow it up. Hope you don't fucking blow it up and destroy the part. Oh, yeah, yeah, roll Eldritch Blast. One's a 13. One's a 23. One of them hits, and it blasts off. And that orb alone falls to the ground. Damn it. And it didn't, none of the other, all the other force fields are? No, because that activated because of the uh, tractor beam. Ah, okay. But I don't, but it was I designed don't, to shut down I, a ship. I, I don't know that, so I just imagine that. No. Okay, cool. I'm like, yeah. I get back on the radio. I'm like, yeah, um, breaking into these uh, little storage things isn't really helping. It's, uh, I think it might have only been for the ship. I don't know. Can I roll perception for the inside to see if there are any control panels by the door? You can. Valen, have you tried just, like, touching the force field with your hands yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, (laughs) Because maybe it's like fast-moving projectiles, you know, get blocked, but slow-moving people don't. 
Alright, Donald's gonna walk up to it, fly up, like, kind of float up, fly up to it, and then press his hand to the force field. You instantly hear, invalid identification. Mm. Shit. Alright. Um... I'm out of ideas. I, I, hand off the stone, just turn to the group. Well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perception is a 17. Valen, did you see anything on the orb? Anything, like, written? Any control panels? Um, hold on one second. I, I fly around the orb, and I'm like, uh, yeah, actually, um, do you know, I don't, I don't know if any of y'all know, but do you know who, uh, what was it, what did it say again? It said, it says NyxPips31322. I was like, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all might know who this, but I don't understand what these words mean, but it says Nick's Pips 31322. I need Valen, Grayson, Temple, Pants, and Six to roll history. Torash and Kite, you know exactly who that is, and I'm about to tell you once we look at their history rolls. <laughs> Nat one. God, I was so close, ten. That's an eight. Uh, I rolled a nine. Six rolled a ten. History's not so good for me. Cool. I love that all of you failed that roll. <laughs> okay, so Torash, that is the head announcer of the Vaults of Nautical, and he's one of the biggest news anchor television personalities to, like, exist in the Adile system. Kite, you also know this as well, and you know that he's currently under uh, suspicion of felony charges. Oh, shit. Neato. Hmm. Well, this is kind of interesting because I know exactly who owns this piece of uh, of uh, storage here. Yes. <laughs> Do you know him too, Kite? Oh, I know him personally, yes. Hmm. Well, I don't know him personally, but thanks to my father running in the vaults of Nautical, I know who he is. He is the announcer for the Nautical and the one who is like the biggest TV celebrity in in the entire system if I had to guess. Yeah, let's uh bust this storage unit open. He's got something of mine in there. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. Oh, now you want to get come back in here? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and now two more ships have come into the vicinity, and one of them is starting to hover around where you are. And different types of scannings are happening. Oh, uh, no. But you all, uh, both of you would know that Nick's Pips, who would have access to this little ball, lives on Tenebris. Where does Nick's live? Oh, you know, just in the classic upper levels of society. Like, he thinks he belongs there, but he doesn't. He's never worked a day in his life. I Right, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, like, philosophically where he lives. I meant, like, physically where is he located? <laughs> Yes, I know where he physically is. I can find him and I can certainly convince him. You thinking about kidnapping Grayson? Yeah, correct. 100% correct. Yes. <laughs> I can definitely get behind that. Yes, Les, we should go kidnap Nix. Oh, boy. Valid? <laughs> is there a way? Is there a way I can. Valid. Google search something or search something on, a, on, on like a comm of mine or some sort? No. Like look for an image of Nix? Hey, Valid? God. You can if you're in the ship. Oh, okay. Valen. Can they send me a picture? <laughs> Val- Valen. Yeah. Val- 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 all, you, all you hear is just because he's just blasting <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> this is Valen. Valen. Trying to get it. Valen. Yeah. What's up? Hang tight. It's gonna be a few hours. You're probably gonna be in there alone. Don't die. Don't get caught. <laughs> we can't get back in there, but we're gonna go kidnap Nix and bring him back to open the vault. So, hang tight. You you good? No, it's fine. Um, And then y'all just hear, uh, uh, and Sir Charles runs out of the open thing that you guys haven't closed. Just his little fat chinchilla <laughs> body just as he flies down and then thumps, goes up and starts chewing on certain wires and you see him getting shocked and he's like an Inferno Jones now and now he's a Torash. And now he's a kite as he's getting shocked. And then the doors open just a bit. And then Sir Charles runs up into Valen's arms. Valen, I'm assuming you're going to try to take and fly through. Um, Yeah, I was looking for the panel also, but yeah. 
well, you, you have to make a choice. Are you staying in the dark for five hours slash like 10 sessions? Not really, but a lot. Or are you getting out? It's up to you. Is it big enough where he could say mage hand then grab the orb and sling himself out of the opening? It's a big ass orb. It's like 50 feet. Dang. Okay, never mind. Come on, Valen. Torash, the door's open if you want to come. Uh, we are being kind of probed by Torash. Some... Sorry, Valen. It's been a long fucking day. <laughs> Valen, the door's open if you want to fly out and come with us. We're going to go down to Tenebrose to kidnap a man. <laughs> <laughs> the door is open, but that also means all these security ships up here can also see that the door is kind of open now. So you have about 30 seconds before Torash takes off and we head to Tenebrose. So make a choice. Valen's gonna, Valen's like, ah, fuck it, and is gonna just fly off, push off and fly. It's all right, you did your best, buddy. Valen, as you flush up, you feel a w- little bit of a weight on your boot, and you see Sir Charles with his little chinchilla tongue hanging out, as you kind of fly upwards. <laughs> <laughs> how far, how far away is the ship from the, from the entrance? It's only like, like. 20 feet. Oh, like, it's all right, so it's not that far, all right. Valen bursts through, kind of, I feel like, almost tumble rolls. Woo! So, uh, just so I see Valen. Um, start to fly up and out. He Torash is just gonna flip the planer, uh, flip the ship around just so the back entrance is toward him. So then he can just right in, and then just gonna zoom off. Awesome. Valen's just falling in with a panting Sir Charles. You whip the ship up, and instantly two of them are on your ass. Oh shit! All right. Well, where are we going? We going to the planet? We getting the fuck out of here? Cause I got two in my ass, and I'm trying to fucking shake them. Yeah. That's not an answer, Grayson. <laughs> Grayson, come on, you're supposed to give us an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Head for the planet. Well... Kite can direct you where we're going, I think. We could try, if they try to hail us, I could try to talk us out of it. Well, we'll see first, and I want to try and do this, like, wicked cool fucking thing that I always love in, like... Wicked cool But wait, wait, wait. like, fucking, like, you know, dogfighting videos, where, like, two of them are behind me, and then what I want to do is I want to do one of those things where it's, like, I pull the nose of the ship like straight up and then stop the ship. Yeah. So they fucking zoom right by me and then just fucking 180 right back to the planet. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Roll it. Uh, roll a d20. Oh, you fucker. That was on 16. That's a six. You have one of those uh, fancy points. Oh, I actually, I actually do have a point of inspiration, so I will re-roll that. Thank you, Dylan. And it certainly helped. With uh, inspiration, it was a 13. I'm so proud of you guys using your inspiration for once in this campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the DC was a 9. So with that 13 from the inspiration, you all, that anti-gravity kicks in, but you still feel the Gs of just Torash going, (sighs) the Stingray ship coming up. And these two ships go past you. You weave behind the rings and kind of started just weaving between them. And Kite, where are you directing him to go? The main city, right, is what I was familiar with. That's that's where I'd direct him to go. Okay, so you go <sighs> the ship. You successfully evade them, Torash. Good job, Nice. <laughs> it takes about 20 minutes to get from the rings to the planet side, and you see desert. Tons of desert. Windstorms. Whoa. You see floating rock formations and canyons and arches with holes in them. Cool. And stunning sand formations. If you all remember your history, this is the planet of the lightest gravity. Mostly home to tieflings due to how easy it is to fly. Oh. The winds of this planet go hundreds upon hundreds of miles per hour, which is what forms these beautiful formations of sandstone and rock. Come down right about here. But you don't see a city anywhere. Are you Are you sure? I, I don't see anything. Yeah, just, just do. It's fun. It's fun. I kind of look in the rearview mirror back at Grayson like... <laughs> Grayson Grayson gives you the look. The look. He looks me. <laughs> Honestly, do any of you ever open history books or travel guides? Anything? You guys read? Oh damn. I read, yeah. 
It's been a long time since I've read. And as you pull the ship down, Torash, I'm assuming you do, you're trusting her. Mm-hmm. You go through the sand. What? You do not land. You keep going and fall through kind of a misty, sandy. There is a magnificent cave system and the city that you see under the rocks and stone is is beautiful. Oh. Whoa. Oh. There are lights. There are buildings carved into stalagmites and stalactites. There are ships buzzing this way and that. This underground cave-like city wow. is one of the most... It, it's the opposite of what you saw on, on Stratus. This is like high-level stunning. There's pieces of glass that reflect different lights down in different areas that kind of give, you know, the warm feelings and cool feelings of nature, even though you're underground. And you see a large landing platform right ahead of you, Torash. Uh, go land there. The ship comes down and a really adorable gnome is waving you forward with little lights. I follow his commands and put the ship down. She pulls you forward and the ship lands and she comes to your entrance and waits. Please let me do all of the talking. You got it. I have no problem with doing that. I look right at pants and I just <laughs> eye contact right at pants. Pants like doesn't make eye contact. <laughs> all right. Good, 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 good. The ship doors open. Would you like valet? Oh, yes, please. Okay, that'll be ten credits. You've got it. Thank you. Holds out a hand or a wrist. Yeah, do the do the things. Perfect. We'll be parking you on the second level underground this structure, and we will give you a complimentary wash. Oh, thank you. I will need access. Where is your pilot? Hmm. One moment. I'm gonna look at Torash. Just go trust me. If you say so. Like I'm walking out to the up to the door. Fingerprint, please. He scans your fingerprint, takes the chip, plugs it into a little bot that you notice is next to him. The bot kind of does a little tractor beam, and your ship goes through the ground. This place is remarkable. Thank you. Absolutely. She walks away to the next ship, and you're all just standing there. Um, is the gravity lighter? Oh yeah. Like noticeably lighter. Yeah. If you jump temple, you went 15 feet up. Temple jumps. What is... Wow. I always knew Tenebris was a fun place, but I could never have imagined. I'm like, Pants, I want to try something. <laughs> I think I I think I know what you're going to try. I'm, I'm ready. Don's going to jump, and then when he gets to the peak, he's going to throw Pants up. <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice. Pants falls, slowly twists, and then comes yeah. back down. He, like, flares open with Fidget and is, like, spiraling back down. Oh. <laughs> We should really get leashes on those two. <laughs> I agree. We've tried. Agreed. We've tried. <laughs> again, again. He goes, oh shit, someone grabbed Jigalda? Yeah, yeah, I, I got I got her. All right, all right, cool. Just want to make sure. All right, lead the way, Kite. Yeah, Kite, let's go. Go where? To fi- try to fix our camp? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go kidnap Nyx. That's, that feels like the more pressing. Kite. You would know on the way to the studios is the person that could fix Jigalda. We gotta make sure we're running our errands at the right order. Drop her off. <laughs> I'm nothing but for efficiency, so I think I could just, uh, you know, they owe me a favor. I think we could just drop the kitten off and, uh, you know, pick it up when it's ready. But how pressing is it that we get that fixed? Yes, very pressing. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> Jigalda will not survive if she's not activated in something for long enough. Pants, pants would know this. Yeah, I, I knew that. Yeah. You know, casualties of war. Okay, so you all start to walk through and instantly. Oh my god, are, are you Torash? Are you Vosomnautical? Oh my god! And a group of elf girls run up and all start trying to get Torash's autograph. Elf girls. <laughs> Elf girls. Elf girls. Oh, seems like Torch has got a type. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tiefling in there, too. 
I swear to God, if you guys say it, I'm gonna. Fuck <laughs> <them>. <laughs> How thick are they? <laughs> <laughs> Built like mm. and Looks like this thick. group of girls are scalies, mm, huh? Scalies. Oh <laughs> scalies, yeah. Can we please get your autograph, Torash? We are so looking forward to the race. Of course, absolutely. I want to do an insight check first to see if they're not trying to do anything fishy. Oh, fishy. Trying to get that dick. <laughs> yeah, roll insight for me. Rolled a 16. No, these are fans. Fans. Okay. I signed there. I signed autograph. What are they? What like? What am I even signing? Like, am I signing like a picture of me? Glossy like- headshots. One of them is like her purse. One is a piece of paper. One is, yeah, one of them's her arm. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Pants, um, like, lights up Fidget, and he's got, like, this little siren thing coming, and he's like, he's like, okay, okay, ladies, please step away from the golden dragonborn. (laughs) He is not accepting autographs at this time unless you have a, uh, we might charge a fee if you have the right amount, but not today. Not today. Oh, I'll pay. I'll move pay. along. Move I along. Go down, I don't go down and do like the and do like the dog thing and I like just like slightly like pinch <laughs> pants's fucking snout together. <laughs> just <laughs> no. Don't listen to this little one. I will gladly sign whatever you'd like. It's nice not being the one swarmed. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go up and put my hand on the shoulder of Torash. Grip it a little bit hard, but I can't grip that hard. So, like, if you'd like to meet our golden dragonborn, he'll be at the uh, Wonderporium soon, but we've really uh, got to get him to his introductions right away. So, pleasure to meet you gals and pals, but we've got to be going. Ooh. <gasps> oh, the Emporium! The Emporium will definitely be going! <laughs> Thank you so much! And they all run away. And as you walk, you get other waves Torash and people like nodding, but they see kind of this this Earth Genasi like with focus coming through, and then this little siren coming <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, right. <laughs> and um, and some stop and bow to Temple, uh, knowing who he is, but don't. It, it's very common that the Peace Forge would be probably untenebrous, and you all see this is like the Hollywood district, so think there's people everywhere. Like think of a mixture of like Las Vegas with Hollywood. Um, like there's shops, there's like tons of entertainment places, just lots and lots going on. It's very bright and overwhelming, but it's very well kept. It's very nice. There's art everywhere. Um, there's folks performing bards here and there. I was going to uh, say, really shitty tourist trap then. <laughs> do, they have a, do they have a walk of fame? Do they have a walk of fame with like stars? Yep, names? we'll get there. <laughs> um, and as you all weave through, you come up to a large building called the Cat's Cradle Fix-It. Like, who's got the kitten, the metal thing? That would be me. All right, Pants, uh, just you and me. Let's go. So we let's go in. Ding, ding, ding. The little door chimes. A very bright, coppery, orange uh, little shop is here. And you here. Holy shit, is that Pants? No way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stroganoff. No. I told you guys that he was going to be on Tenebris. Stroganoff. Let's go. Stroganoff. Stroganoff. Fucking Stroganoff. Isn't this his cat that he made with his dead daughter? Stroganoff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Uh, So you would know this dwarf, Kite. His name is Stroganoff, but you are mm-hmm. very surprised that he says, Is that pants? <laughs> and a bunch of kittens run up and mew, mew, Oh, mew. yay. Stroganoff, I'm standing right here. Oh, sorry about that kite. I just never thought I'd see this little kobold again. Where's the rest of your crew, pants? Oh, well, they're waiting outside. We just have some, um, we've got something to do, but, uh... I didn't think you'd actually come visit me on Tenebris when I told you that was where I was going to be. Well, to be completely honest, I totally forgot that you were here. It would just happen by circumstance. That was like a year ago. <laughs> how do you know uh, How do you know my new acquaintance here, Kite? Oh, Kite and I go way back swapping stories, trade deals. She's one of the best uh, scholars I've ever met. God, Kite. Oh, you flatter me. 
He's, you know, he can get to quite uh, hard-to-reach places, if you know what I mean. That's what she said. Damn, um, Stroganoff! <laughs> Damn, Stroganoff. Pant, like, Pants, like, looks at her and then looks at Stroganoff and, like, blinks and looks back and is like, No, I don't really know what you mean, but that's cool. So can I. <laughs> that's true, maybe. Ooh. Well, what can I do you for, Kate? Pants, you can get the rest of those rascals in here if you want. Yeah. I've got more uh, smoke bombs if your friend Tarowin wants some. Pants, why don't you uh, go gather? If you if this is someone you know, why don't you go and uh, gather the troops? Okay, cool. They'll be super happy about this. And they like, he runs out and says, guys, yeah. guys, you'll never, ever, 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 ever guess. And before they they come in, I'm going to look at Strogan. So I thought I might have recognized your work, but um, it's not good. <laughs> What are you talking about? Um, so I've known you to be an emotional uh, person. They, uh, they've got. Hey, I'm <laughs> emotional as just every other dwarf. Right oh there. yes, okay. But um, uh, they've obliterated a uh, a metal kitten. Uh, I think it. I think it had some intelligence involved with it. I'm not sure, but it's not in good shape. And then right then, you all walk into. Kite saying, obliterated a metal kitten. It's not in good shape. And Stroganoff looks at you all, bearded jaw dropped, and uh, is just like, I, Stroganoff? I hold, my, I hold my hands up. I'm like, uh, it wasn't us. It was a uh, werefrog that did it. And uh, it Stroganoff, is Stroganoff, before, before. Hey, Stroganoff. Hi. <laughs> hi, Stroganoff. Also, hi. Remember me, Valen? Your winged tiefling warlock? <laughs> Sorlock. Valen? What? What do you mean obliterated? It's not obliterated. No. It's just, it's kind of broken, but we can fix it. We can fix it. <laughs> it's obliterated. He like, he's just like, okay, okay, okay. I'll just, and he like pulls it out and he pulls Jagalda's little body out and like lays it on the counter for him. He very softly gets on his step stool <laughs> and looks and says, where's the ship mind? It's right here. And he, like, taps it next to the... You know, Pants, I thought you'd have better ejection work, but this isn't too bad. Oh, I wasn't the one who ejected it. Right, Grayson? (laughs) All right. Listen. Well, if it's you who did it, I'm actually pretty impressed then. Oh, thank you. It's it's fine work. I just know Pants' level. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And all of you, all you're hearing is mewling and kitten cries and happiness, and you all look back to the back of your group. As six stands there, paws out, and they're all just like scratching at her leg. <laughs> Come to me, my children. Come to me. Hey, um, Stroganoff, quick question. I saw you're not wanted anymore on the news. Y- yeah, it's pretty, it's, um, it's been good. For the whole not for long at the rate we're going though we might all end up on the wanted list yeah well <laughs> all right so that's yeah i've been there before uh do you know where nick's pips lives oh is he's that shorty fellow on the tv sure uh, i know where he works oh that could work too where does he work oh yeah the main studio downtown where they film the volta nautical <laughs> perfect they're prepping for the races it's in you know about oh he can and a half? Two weeks? I don't know, Torash, you would know better than I would. Perfect. Yeah, it's about a, about a week and a half. Second question. Oh. He's kind of making eye contact with you, but just staring at the cat, too. Oh. How would you like to help us probably escape in a really, really kind of quick manner well, in the next couple of hours? Yeah, I already knew you were going to ask me this when... You brought it up, but of course I'll I'll fix the cat for you. And really, we wouldn't. It would be out of place for us to expect anything more from Stroganoff, right? 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 Given right, right, the right. the tough position that we've put him in, it sure would. But you also really do have a very awesome, useful ship that could probably get us in and out and back to our ship really quickly. And you're very good at piloting it. Where are you trying to go? Um, from the studio. Back that way. Yeah, sure, I can give you a lift. Awesome. Right now? Well, no, like at the studio. Um, well, okay, it's going to take me about three hours to fix your cat. So can I pick you up then? 
Yeah, uh, do you have a robo-stone that we could, so we could just, like, talk? Uh, sure, I can, I sell them if you want a set. Oh, yeah, sure, how much are, are, uh, how much? Uh, uh, for you, uh, 60 credits? Yeah, for sure. Normally charge 75. Yeah, 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 for sure, here you go, and I give him 60 credits out of my 100,000 that I have. <laughs> I forgot you won the lottery, dang. Thanks to the fighting pits. No problem! Can I roll inside to see if he really charges 75 credits oh for it? Oh my god, yeah, sure. I just want to know, I just want to be like, is it? Yeah, he normally charges 40, but he's charging us 60 because we fucking crushed his cat. We have it coming. <laughs> it's a it's a dirty 20. Um, he usually charges like a hundred. He's uh, just being nice. Okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so I I buy a set. I take one. I give one to Stroganoff and just be like, we'll call you when we're ready for a pickup. All right. What the fuck happened to the cat? I don't know. I was unconscious for it. Sounds about right. Well, let me let me let me let me tell you. Um, let me tell you. We picked up we picked up this this frog and he ended up being da- more dangerous than we thought. And this is before we picked up. Um, uh, her over here, like right before, and uh, she ended up turning into were frog. Jagalda thought this frog didn't happen to be named Wawa, did he? That's the one. What will Bean? that's Stroganoff. You just know everybody. Well, Gosh. his family's been waiting at the ports for him to arrive with signs for the last couple of days. Oh, they're going to be waiting a while because oh. he killed Jagalda, oh, no. so we destroyed him. Mm. Very dead. Uh-oh. Valen's eyes just go wide. You never know. You just never know. That uh, sucks. I heard from the gossip that they found a potion or something to help him find a bean or something. <sighs> it would have been nice oh, to have given man. him that opportunity, but he did not give us <gasps> a, a chance to help oh, him. I'm not judging you there, Temple, you know. <laughs> but it is my sincerest sorrow for Jagalda for your work. Truly, we are sorry. Where's Tarwin? Dead. His face drops. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Temple no, rubs his no, temple. I'm joking. She's not, no. she's not dead. <laughs> just smack him. Taurus just smacks him in the back of the head, though. <laughs> he, like, smacks Grayson super hard on the side. Ow. Ow. Yeah, um, no, Terrawin's safe. She's, she's, she's safe. Is she with the circus folk? No, no, she's, um, she's at a safe house somewhere. She's gonna be, she's gonna be okay. Well, that's great to hear, but I do have a lot of grenades and smoke bombs if you guys want to bring them to her? Sure. Well, I just uh, used up two of those. Can I pick up some more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, okay, so let's see a plan here. You, you probably want to buy some stuff, which I, <laughs> I appreciate your patronage. I need to see my shop. Um, and uh, if you want to take a rest or anything, you know, my, my house is yours. I told you that last time I saw you. Kite, as always, I got information for you. And um, this will take about th- three three hours, I'd, I'd say. Um. Are you planning on wanting me to, to reinstall your ship mind, or are you looking for a different body? Is there... Can you give us a different body for our ship mind? I think it's up to Jagalda. Yeah. I think I think once we get her activated. I, I think I could. I I know I know quite a few dealers around here, but that would take much longer. Like, what kind of bodies are we talking about? Mm, well, there's droids. There's, uh... Possible animated AI. Uh, Maybe something that could be more ill-equipped or more, more equipped to defend itself than uh. So like a spy, is like a spider. We put her in like a spider, like a robot spider. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Jagalda as a spider. She did say that she liked being a cat. She did like being in the. Well, cat, we can so just I ask mean... her then. But uh, yeah, it'll take me about three hours if that sounds all right. We trust you. Perfect. I just like that. Six is ignoring you all and just being like, my cats. Yeah. I find that really, really gnarly one that has the faceplate because I think I remember Temple really connected with that one and he, he scratches it. Oh yeah. You're a good cat. Uh, what do you, what do you, what, what do you got for sale there, uh, Stroganoff in your shop? Anything fun? Well, I'll take you in the back, and at that, we are going to end the session. Yay! Valen wants a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's just what fucking Valen needs. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We are the Dungeon Boys, and this is our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. We want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to our amazing guest star, Vika, and their wonderful 
amazing character, Kite. Thank you, Mika, for being on our show. Thank you. Thank you.